are two sides to every story. There's the mainstream media side, and then there's the truth. You are experiencing the truth. The Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed. Nine minutes after 10 o'clock now. Hour number two is underway. Thanks for being with us. Thanks again to Congressman Jim Jordan who joined us last half hour. It is a Monday, the 18th morning of the first month of the year of our Lord, 2021. It is Martin Luther King Day as well as we celebrate the life and the legacy of the civil rights leader, and we continue to do so. I want to share this with you as we introduce our next guest. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said in a recent speech, quote, This isn't about containment. Don't buy that. It's about a complex new challenge that we've never faced before. The USSR was closed off from the free world. Communist China is already within our borders. Translation, the communists are here. You can keep your heads in the sand and deny it, but if you voted for Biden-Harris, you voted for communism because the Biden crime family is tied to China and deeply compromised by the CCP. Those are not my words. They were the words of Mike Pompeo and then secondly of Leo Homan, who joins us now as promised on AM 1420, The Answer. Leo Homan is a an investigative journalist. He is um, an expert in numerous areas of, um, uh, of our culture. He writes about religion. He investigates on religion as well as um, uh, political matters, and he joins us now on AM 1420, The Answer, to talk about the techno-dictatorship we all face in the United States. Leo, good to have you back here. How are you, sir? Good morning, Bob. I'm I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. i, I got to tell you, I'm very encouraged to have read your article yesterday, and I re- really appreciate you sending this to me because... Um, People are looking to me for answers a lot. You know, I give speeches from time to time. I do a radio talk show every day, and I outline all of these problems. This is bad, that's bad, this is bad, that's bad. And people say, what do we do about it, Bob? What can we do? We don't want to just sit here and watch our country be taken over and destroyed. And I don't often have the answers. I'm looking. But you provided 10 things we must do now, Leo, to halt the economic, political, and information takeover of America. And I was so appreciative of seeing that because this is what people are looking for. What are actionable items that we can do to help, uh, you know, solve the problems or to help stave off the, the worsening of the problems that we are facing now with this new government coming in? Uh, and that's what this, uh, this piece is all about, right? Yeah, absolutely, uh, Bob. People come to me with the same type of questions. Those are always the hardest ones to answer, right? Um, you know, we all know what's, what's going you know, wrong with our country, but it's it's much harder to come up with any uh, viable solution. And uh, but I point out clearly in this article before I get to the ten things. Uh, and by the way, that's just to start. Uh, that's just the first installment. There's other things I, I'm I, I know we can do. Uh, but but I point out before I list those ten things that hey, this is not going to be easy for you. If anybody thinks there's an easy fix, uh, you know, it's like the old adage, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. Anyone who approaches you and says they have the magic bullet on how to turn back the tide at this late hour, because as I say at the very beginning of the the article, um, you know, first comes the, uh, the coup, which is now nearly complete, then comes the purge, which is already underway, and finally is the consolidation of power, where they make the uh, all of the things that they've been doing 
uh, into law. They, they codify their, their corruption, so to speak. Um, so if anyone thinks there's a silver bullet at this late hour, they're fooling themselves. And so I wanted people to know before we, I, I even said in the article, if you think this is going to be, if you're not ready to make real sacrifices, then just stop reading the article right at this point. Um, because these things, these are habits that we have formed in this country. Uh, we do them intuitively now um, without even thinking. And, and so before we, I got into the ten things, I wanted people to know that, hey, if you're not making it, if you don't feel this, then you're pretty much guaranteed that you're not making a difference and you're not going to do anything to turn back this tide. Yeah, you did make that very clear, Leo. Um, if it's not costing you anything, quoting yourself, uh, you will know that you're not doing anything to help stave off the techno-communist takeover now in progress. You're 100% right. I would also add this before we go to these 10 things, Leo Holman. Um, it's not just habits, these things that you're talking about, um, that have, you know, we have kind of developed over the years. What we're talking about is full on addiction. There have been scientific studies that have been done of the brain and the release of dopamine when you use social media and you, you do some of the things that you're going to list here. So what we're going to be asking and pe- what you're asking people to do in this 10 steps is to break some addictions. Uh, starting with number one, which is the social media that we have all become addicted to. Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You're calling for us in step number one to delete all of those things. That's going to be a very, very big ask for a lot of people. Right. I'm not exactly calling for every single person to delete, but I I do think most people probably should. But I, I spell out very clearly that if you decide to stay on any of these platforms, do so for reconnaissance purposes only. You, you, can, you can monitor the, what the other side is talking about. If you, want to, if you want to keep your Facebook, your Twitter account, use it to monitor, because this is enemy territory. We now know that. All of these big tech companies colluded to bring us, they colluded with the Democrats, with the globalists, uh, to bring us to the point we're at now, which is at the brink of total totalitarian totalitarianism, and so you first step is recognizing this is you're playing on the devil's playground, so to speak. Whenever you go on these platforms, and I'm not saying that you necessarily have to delete them, although I think that would be a good idea for most people. But you've got to recognize what they are and use them appropriately if you keep your accounts. Um, Leo, the other part of step one, when you talk about getting rid of those uh, those um, uh, social media uh, platforms, you also talk about getting rid of the browsers that, that everyone has come to rely on. You say to ditch Google Chrome, Firefox, Safari, Microsoft Explorer and Edge and replace those browsers with uh, the Brave browser at brave.com. I'm proud to say, by the way, I quit Twitter before quitting uh, Twitter was cool. I did it about six months ago, and I also ditched Google Chrome as well, and I've been using the Brave browser as well. But tell people why, Leo, it is important to get rid of those uh, browsers. Yes, uh, brave.com is a good one. I found another one and added it to the article. Uh, I don't know if it's in the version of the article that you're looking at. But uh, not only Brave.com, but there's another one called Dissenter.com. Dissenter.com may be even better than Brave.com, but either one of those will replace 
these big tech browsers put out by uh, Google uh, and Microsoft and, and a couple of other uh, globalist far-left operatives. They attach spyware to your computer. They, they, they hand over your data to the government if asked. They sell your data to other big businesses. That's why, you know, whenever you go online uh, to buy something from Amazon or anywhere else online, isn't it interesting how you suddenly start getting ads for those type of uh, merchandise uh, on your computer because you're using Google? Uh, uh, there's an entity called spreadprivacy.com that had an interesting article that said, and I quote, Google trackers have been found on 75% of the top 1 million websites. Think about that. This means they are only, they're not only tracking what you search for, they're also tracking which websites you visit and using all your data for ads that follow you around the Internet. Your personal data can also be subpoenaed by lawyers. Google answered over 150,000 such data requests in 2019 alone, Bob. That is a remarkable um, attack on our privacy. And, you know, and by the way, thank you for the heads up on dissenter. I did not have that one in this version of the article here, so it's good to know. I've been using Brave, but I would definitely look for an alternative as well. And I like what I see, by the way. As you were speaking, I typed it in, and it calls itself the free speech browser. It is all about protecting you against the attacks on our privacy. So thank you for that, Leo Holman. We're talking to Leo Holman this morning <clears throat> about the big techno dictatorship that we are all facing right now. He's giving us 10 steps we can take to help fight back. Number two, Leo, is dump Amazon. Tell us why. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Amazon, we knew it was run by this evil globalist named Jeff Bezos, uh, who I describe in the article as a modern-day robber baron, you know, putting tons of small and medium-sized businesses out of business. Uh, and, and COVID was tailor-made for this robber baron. We see uh, Amazon making record sales and profits since COVID came into play uh, as people get locked down by the very globalist buddies that Jeff carouses with. Uh, and, and Jeff also bought the Washington Post a few years ago and has used it to just blister everybody on our side, especially Donald Trump, uh, you know, uh, many of the leaks that came out of Trump's administration by, uh, you know, traitorous advisors were sent directly to Bezos' uh, rag, Washington Post, along with the New York Times. So this is a really bad actor who has a really uh, big stash of money uh, thanks to COVID. He is now one of the richest men in the world, already was before COVID, but now I think he's leapfrogged uh, Bill Gates and some others. Um and But anyway, uh, to, to, on top of all of that, we saw exactly how Amazon works and what its values are just in the last few days when it ganged up on Parler, the up-and-coming social media site for conservatives that believed in uh, freedom of speech for everybody, uh, conservative, liberal, whoever, you could get on Parler and say whatever you wanted, uh, and but... Amazon was the uh, apparently the had own ownership of the server that Parler used. Well, Amazon colluded with Google and Apple to take down Parler. After President Trump was removed from Twitter, 
He signed up for an account on Parler, and immediately Amazon, succumbing to pressure from, uh, I don't even know if pressure is the right word, but collusion with Apple and Google, Amazon took down Parler so that Trump could also lose his voice there. So Trump lost his right. voice everywhere uh, on the inter- Internet in a matter of days. Thanks as did the tech. rest of us, too. Yeah, as did the rest of us, which is, you know, the, the problem here. They're coming up for more than just Donald Trump, and that's, of course, something we heard from Jack Dorsey admitting. Uh, they're, they're looking at one account now, but then they're going to be looking at much, much more, which is the rest of us. Uh, Leo Homan is our guest. We're going to continue with his top ten uh, ways that we can fight back against the big tech communist takeover of the United States on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 1024. Now we continue with Leo Homan, a, uh, an investigative reporter and an author uh, and an expert on a lot of uh, areas. Uh, he wrote a piece uh, for leohoman.com. Homan is H-O-H-M-A-N-N, by the way. I want you to check this out for yourself, leohoman.com, uh, about America being on the brink of techno dictatorship. And he's got 10 things that we can do to help stop this uh, information takeover of, of America. So, Leo, we've only gotten our way through two here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read three through ten because we won't have time to do in-depth commentary on all of them. I'm going to read them and then uh, pick select ones uh, to talk about. Number three is cancel all subscriptions online or in print with mainstream media. Number four is drop Disney, Netflix, Hallmark Channel, NBA, and NFL. Number five, phase out Gmail, Yahoo, Outlook, Verizon, Hotmail, AOL, and the Comcast email services. Number six, get off of Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp. Number seven, ditch Fox News and don't even trust Newsmax. Number eight, do not support the National Republican Party. Number nine, stop doing business with the enemy, which is, for example, companies like Walmart. And number 10, you say, understand that sources of independent news and analysis like this one could disappear unexpectedly, so try to support them. So that's a lot of stuff and you said at the very beginning this is going to be painful there will this will not be done without sacrifice you're asking people to give up an awful lot of things uh i want to focus on just a couple of these because we're short on time number four Dropping Disney, Netflix, Hallmark Channel, NBA, and NFL. Netflix has become such a go-to for people, especially with COVID shutting down all of the movie theaters. People are, you know, living on Netflix, and uh, the NBA and the NFL as well, of course, are just extraordinarily popular with millions of Americans. Tell us a little bit more. Yeah, every one of these has taken a side in this culture war. Uh, polit- not just a political war, a culture war. Uh, and uh, Disney, oh my goodness, I- I'm astounded how many people still throw money at that company. Uh, This is a company that is now putting out cartoons for children with LGBTQ characters. Uh, You know, they they started, what, 12, 15 years ago or more running the gay pride parade through their parks in Florida and California. Um, They they fund every manner of left-wing causes and candidates. They own a lot of the left-wing media, uh, you know, so need I say more about them? Netflix. This is including e- including ABC and ESPN. By the way, I just wanted to throw that out. Not a lot of people don't realize that ESPN is wholly owned by uh, Disney, which is one of the reasons why they've become woke center instead of sports center. Exactly, they're more interested in left wing politics lately than they are sports, and they have played a key role in the politicization of the sporting world. Uh, 
and 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 these these big major huge corporations they use the star power of their employees your lebron jameses in the nba uh your uh your uh tom hanks is in star power of tom hanks and people like that in hollywood um you know the nfl we've seen we've seen it there with the big stars all becoming woke even some of them i don't think who wanted to become woke have become woke simply to protect their paychecks their massive paychecks uh you know, and the NBA is 100% tied in with communist China as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah. They they actually they they actually had one of their own, one of their uh, owners and general managers, Daryl Morey, uh, had to uh, give up his uh, uh, Twitter account, I believe it was, because he dared to tweet free Hong Kong uh, because that made their Chinese masters angry. So that's let let you know where their their interests lie. Let me move ahead to the email one on on uh, number five. Getting rid of Gmail, out Yahoo real, Outlook, Bob, Verizon, and Hotmail. Bob, this sounds drastic, but I do give alternatives for every one of these ten things. So it's not like I'm leaving people high and dry and unable to function in the world. Uh, there are alternatives, and, and people will find them in the article. Yes, and I'm glad you say that. If I had more time, I would talk about those too. But obviously, we're pressed here. So, so yeah, uh, Jim. As far as the email accounts or the email companies, rather, we have already seen some of the massive email server providers like Mailchimp. They have indeed uh, started to block conservatives from being able to send out mass mailings because they didn't like the messaging. You're absolutely right. In fact, I need to add Mailchimp to the article. That's not even in there. You, you, you're spot on, Bob. Uh, and in replacement of that, I advise people to sign up with Proton Mail. Their, their, servicers, their servers are based outside of the country. Uh, they're encrypted. Uh, and because of the foreign servers, they're not as susceptible to the Democrat Party lynching, lynch mob that's getting ready to crack down on us. The last one we'll have time to talk about here right now, Leo, because we're pressed here, is I want to hit number eight. Do not support the National Republican Party. And there's going to be a lot of people going to say, well, then what are we supposed to do? Let the Democrats run everything. We have to find somebody who can fight back for us. And even though the Republicans aren't perfect, that's all we've got right now. That's what right. the, the response Republicans is going to be. Are not only not How do you respond perfect. to that? They're, they're, the Republicans are not only not perfect, they're complicit. What we see happen, what we saw happen, uh, with this election steal and everything that played out over the last month, uh, could not have happened without the, the participation of the National Republican Party. And this is probably the most controversial suggestion in my article, but I could not believe it more, uh, strongly than I do. Um, now, and I'm not saying that we should not vote for Republicans if, if there's a good candidate. I'm saying stop, stop supporting the national apparatus of the Republican Party. Do not send it any money. If you're positive that a certain candidate, and I mean positive, you've thoroughly vetted him, and you know his background, uh, is, is a good, honest person, then, then go ahead and, especially at the state and local level, I think we still have a chance to take things back. But personally, Bob, I think it's a done, it's, 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 the, the day for politics, as usual, at the national level is over. We're never going to win another national election uh, because we allowed the last one to be stolen. Leo Holman is uh, is our guest. It's a tremendous article. You're going to need to go to leoholman.com to read it. Um, do you still have your Facebook page up, Leo, even though we're talking about ditching it? I do, and I'm uh, getting ready to ditch my personal page. I will probably keep the Home and Report, which is a uh, commercial page, 
Uh, I've already stopped posting on my personal page, and um, I'm phasing it out. I just wanted to know if there's another place people can find this article, if it's going to be on Facebook or anything. So so we'll tell people, again, leohoman.com. Homan is H-O-H-M-A-N-N, leohoman.com. Because as Leo said, there's suggestions on how to replace the things that we're talking about giving up uh, in order to support uh, free speech and to avoid techno-censorship. Leo Holman, thank you so much for the great work you do. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. 1032, let's catch up on our news and come back with your phone calls next. AM 1420 News. Progressive Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. But for the Republicans, what are you hoping to accomplish here by trying to remove a man from office who's already gone from office? Well, I, I think what the Democrats' other goal is, they don't want the president to run for office again. This is, this is, this is about politics. This is about disqualifying an individual from seeking office, particularly the highest office, the one he, just had, the one he still holds for the next 48 hours, president of the United States. So I think, I think there's politics involved with this uh, there always has been there's this idea that uh, the democrats do not want someone who came to that town and took on the swamp who came to that town as i've said many times and you've said many times bob so we talk about on your show here that this individual did more of what he said he would do than any president of our lifetime i know that and maybe in history because no one has taken on that town taken on the swamp and done more of what he told the american people he was going to do when the american people gave him the opportunity to go serve as president and that's i think what they also fear and what they're trying to stop is if they can get a conviction in the senate then he can't run again that was from a conversation i had last hour with congressman jim jordan and by the way he's right he's a thousand percent right on the motive headline published 50 minutes ago right at about the time i was talking to jim jordan Headline on Fox News from 50 minutes ago, Trump impeachment intended to keep him from seeking presidency again, Dems acknowledge. Representatives Castro, Raskin, and Ocasio-Cortez, or rather Damasio-Cortez, have cited the importance of keeping Trump from running again as the reason for trying to impeach him even after he is already out of office. Joaquin Castro from Texas said one of the other purposes of impeachment is to make sure that President Trump is not able to run for federal office again, that he's not able to seek the presidency. That was to ABC. Raskin, in a separate interview, told CNN, quote, talks about conviction removal and disqualification from holding further public office are the motives. And then Damasio Cortez said, uh, where did she say hers? ABC. She said every minute and every hour he's in office represents a clear and present danger, not just to the United States Congress, but frankly to the country. So we are talking about the complete barring of the president, or rather of Donald Trump, from running for office ever again. So they've admitted it. Jim Jordan is right. This is about, first of all, it's about political retribution. Because, as he said, he dared to come in and challenge the swamp that they inhabit. But it's also to try to stop him from coming back and beating Joe Biden or beating Kamala Harris, perhaps, in four years after the country falls to crap. Which, it is extraordinarily likely that it will. So, there you go. I don't think he would want to do that again in four years 
I don't think a 77, 78-year-old Donald Trump would want to do that. I think he's going to find life outside of the Oval Office uh, very appealing again. He's going to find himself in some media, maybe even some tech companies, or perhaps forming one himself um, and trying to combat the swamp, if you will, from uh, the standpoint of a private citizen rather than from a president again. But there you have it. Okay, let's go to the phones. As promised, BJ is in North Olmstead. Hi, BJ, you're on the air. Go ahead. Thank you, Bob. I have a comment for you and your listeners and your generation. You're in a war that I hope would never happen in America's future. And you have to understand, the enemy that you are against is yourself, because you're deemed the enemy by the other side. They want to control. Control what? Control the Constitution, control life. I have been optimistic because of your generation and your kind of thinking, and I have children and grandchildren. But this is no longer a talking situation we're going to be coming into. The party that's coming into office currently is destructive, it is evil, and it doesn't give a damn about the Constitution. It doesn't give a damn about the truth. You're in the battle for your life right now. You're in the, and when I say that, they're going to exterminate a lot of people physically. They're already talking about that. I have no more comments to make this year. My optimism is in your lap and, and your generation, and I wish you well and Godspeed. But it's got to be an awakening now. We had the awareness and the awakening last year. Now it's going to be the year of action. You cannot deal with these people with words. You cannot deal with them with the truth. You cannot deal with them with 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 conservative views. You're going to have to deal with them the way they fight. And they fight dirty. That means you have to put on your armor and really resist them if you're going to save this country this year we are in the battle for the life of America. I wish you well, Bob. I, I, I hope the listeners are awakened, but you are in a true battle to save your country, and you must fight to save your lives and to save your country. And I wish you well, and God bless you, and good luck to And God bless America. Thank you, I thank love you BJ. So much. And I, I know you do. I know you do. And I, th- I thank you for the phone call and for the well wishes. Um, I appreciate that. By the way, don't uh, don't act as though you won't be around for any of this, uh, because I know how old you are, because you've told me, but BJ is very vibrant, and I think BJ is going to be around to see the next president and the baby the president after that as well. Uh, so you're going to be a part of this fight. Give your the benefit of your wisdom to those younger than you. Um, we have to be careful, of course, when BJ says things like fight, you have to be prepared to fight to save your life and fight for your future. Because remember, if you use the word fight, they're going to, they're going to, uh, indict you. They're going to impeach you, uh, for inciting an insurrection because you said fight. That's, that's literally in the article of impeachment. Donald Trump told his supporters to fight like hell. You can't say that or you're in trouble. Uh, I want to quote in response to BJ's call, Leo Homan's article. I didn't talk about this part, but Leo wrote this part. What does the resistance look like? For starters, he says, it's not an armed resistance. In other words, not that kind of fighting. He said, if Biden takes office as it looks like he will on January 20th, any armed resistance would be immediately and brutally crushed by the U.S. military machine. 
Many of my patriot friends believe the military is our last line of defense against tyranny, but as tyranny is taking over right before our very eyes, I see no evidence of the white hats riding to the rescue in tanks and armored personnel carriers. I do see evidence of an officer corps that is in the tank for the global military-industrial complex. The top brass of our military works for the corporate defense industry and bet that benefits from endless wars around the world. They do not work for Americans or America's interests. The military establishment could prove me wrong, and I hope they do, but the way I see them, they are just one of the many cultural institutions that have been gradually captured over the last 75 years by the liberal, anti-God, anti-family, anti-American, globalist power elites. Now, I'm not going to say I agree with every word of that. I don't. But his point is, this is not something that is going to be solved with arms. It is not the kind of resistance where we're going to go literally fight to defend the Constitution against a military that is going to be sworn to put down any sort of insurrection. So I don't support such a thing. I agree with Leo Homan on that. I disagree with some of his points about the military-industrial complex to a degree. But we are going to have to fight and win with, you know, ideas. It's going to be a battle of ideas. It's going to be a battle of elections. It's going to be a battle of, of information. And all of these things that we are now talking about fighting, the Googles and the Amazons and the others who are in control of communication and information, they're our real enemies, and they're the ones we're going to have to fight, not the military and not fight literally and physically against the government. I want that to be very, very clear to everybody. Let's go to uh, Strongsville, Navy man Norm, on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Hi, Norm. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Bob. Uh, two things. Uh, our Congressman Anthony Gonzalez just received a letter from the Strongsville Republican Club, denouncing his actions and also pledging not to support him uh, since he went ahead and chose to uh, stab us in the back here in Strongsville. So I look for somebody to run in the primary. And I couldn't think of a better person than somebody like maybe Peter Kersenow, unless he decided to run for the Senate against uh, Mrs. Connie Schultz. The other thing is, our friend Mr. Gonzalez never did support the president. Uh, if you saw his TV ads and his radio commercials, never once, never once, Bob, did he ever mention the name Trump. He was not supportive of the President Trump before this. So, you know, his appearing on the show... As far as I'm concerned, it's just the smoke screen to cover his butt. Second, second thing, I don't know if you heard this morning, and this is interesting. Who authorized the vetting of 25,000 National Guardsmen to see what their political affiliations were and if they belonged to any, quote, right-wing groups? I don't know if you heard that on That's the Fox question. News this morning. Yeah. Who I did, and oh. I don't know who. I, yeah, I don't know where that authorization, where that authorization would have come from. Probably it's a seditionist uh, headed by Christopher Ray and the FBI. You know, the same people that accuse us of being extremists, seditionists, and traitors. Uh, because, as far as I'm concerned, after I read some of the released documents uh, from the president about the FBI, as far as I'm concerned, the whole lot of them. I'm sorry, they're seditionists. And they, and they have no business even being in our country. And that's how I feel about the FBI. But, I mean, it's well, just incredible. There's a lot of people who feel the way you do, and, and that's going back, of course, to his predecessor, James Comey, who weaponized the FBI against Trump from the very beginning. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree. And, the, the irony is, of course, in 
in carrying out these acts of sedition, they are literally trying to paint the Trump supporters as the ones, or rather, the Trump, uh, the president, and his, you know, his um, uh, team members as being the ones who have tried to uh, incite sedition and insurrection. You know what I mean? That's the the funny part about it, and it goes back to to Alinsky's rules for radicals. They are accusing their enemies of that which they themselves are guilty of, and this is a very common well, practice we have seen time and time again. Yeah, and going back to your clip earlier on the radio from uh, MSNBC, those two morons, Eugene Robinson and that Nicole, uh, the 1619 Project person about deprogramming, I sent them both an email, and I invited them to come to my house and to deprogram me, and I invited them to bring all their friends with them, and let's see uh, about deprogramming. So, yeah, anyway, <laughs> with you, Navy man, Norm, thank you, my friend. God bless. I appreciate it. Uh, spot on uh, in virtually uh, all all aspects. Let's go to Tanya and Akron next. Hi, Tanya. Go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Bob. How are you? Good. Tanya. I only got a couple things to say. Uh, okay. This is not about Trump and his election as much as we want to believe that it's about Trump being a master communicator, not having access to money. Or information. He's there. He's not just the platform. They're taking all of his resources away so he can't build something to com- compete with them because it would be built better and faster and it would be able to compete within months or years with the Googles and all of that. Second, goes back to what I've told you over and over again. Until we take our children out of their institution, it was a quote that said, if you, cannot, if you continue to send your children to Caesar for their education and be surprised when they come out as Romans. I also say if you continue to send your, let your children work for these companies, okay, you're, they're going to be our biggest competition, okay, our children. I'm seeing too many of my friends fighting with their woke children. They will turn their parents in thinking they're doing something good for their parent and their country. That's how sad the situation is. We can do it in education, but it'll take 10 to 50 years. We can do it like they did with the courts, because that's the thing that Trump left with us. And normally the courts are going to give us a stay long enough to build strategic, not rhetoric, to get to the next sta- the next stage we need to continue to take over locally buy locally have our meetings locally we've got to get off these platforms where they can hear it i know these two like and you want to spread the word but they we've already seen they can cut us off like we cut off a light switch sure this has to be this has to be as strategic as our founding fathers and watch your books your kids are reading Watch the Bible then. Bingo. That lad, the last part. Don't. Tanya, let me let me jump in because I gotta break here anyway. So I'm gonna to respond to both things that you said. Thank you for the call, Tanya and Akron. Number one, <clears throat> the biggest nightmare I think that the left faces from Donald Trump um, is not of him running for reelection. It's Donald Trump the private citizen. I think he can be a bigger thorn in their side or a bigger pain in their A, if you will, um, as a corporate magnate working in the software industry. I I said this at a speech that I gave recently. I don't want Trump to just start a new political party. What I want him to do is start an information, an IT company, a software company. I want him to start his own smartphone company. Because right now we're stuck. 
If you want to have a smartphone and have all of the digital technology at your fingertips, you either own a, an Android, which is Google, or an iPhone, which is Apple. And both of them are the ones that are trying to silence Trump supporters on Parler. So what do you do? What kind of a phone do you get? This is what I want Trump to do. I want him to start a phone and software company and then uh, develop apps as well that would allow us to communicate and coordinate without fear of being kicked off of servers because he would own the servers. So he's a bigger threat to them, perhaps, as a private citizen than he was as president, number one. And number two, about the kids turning into parents and so forth, what you said at the end there about finding, seeing what books they read. More than that, and I know I'm redundant here too, but I'm going to hit it again. Get in your teachers, your kids' teachers' classrooms. Get into the principal's office. Get into the superintendent's office. Get into the board meetings. Find out everything your kid is being taught. You have a right to it. It's publicly funded with your taxpayer dollars. And it's your kid. Make yourself a pain in their rear ends. Find out everything your kids are being taught so that if they are being taught and indoctrinated to turn against their parents and turn against their country, uh, you can you can push back against it right from the get-go. Final segment coming up. Be right back. Can you hear the evil crown? The lies and the laughter. I hear my Okay, it's 10.56. I've got time for just a couple more. Let's do it. By the way, if you heard any noise this morning about the Capitol being on lockdown this morning due to an external security threat, you're right. But it wasn't anything like you might be thinking. Uh, Literally just reported now, the threat was a fire that was set uh, or that was blazing at at a homeless camp at the 100 block of H Street Southeast. That blaze has been extinguished. So there was a fire of some sort at a homeless camp. Don't know what or why, but it was not a threat like you might have taken it. Uh, Bruce is in Medina. Hi, Bruce. You're on the air. Go ahead, sir. Hi. Hi, Bob. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Originally, I was just calling up to, uh, if anybody knows, where does the uh, uh, engine, uh, search engine DuckDuckGo fit into the uh, different platforms that he was talking about? Uh, Number two, uh, as far as uh, funding public education, I think it's fine to have funding, but the funding has to follow the child. It's got to follow the child. That gives the parents the opportunity to move their child Agreed. to different schools. I think that'll solve a lot of problems. And uh, I just totally thank you agree. for a great show today. Thank you, Bruce. And uh, to your first question, first of all, I agree with you on the funding. Second of all, as far as uh, DuckDuckGo, DuckDuckGo is not um, a browser. It's a search engine. Okay, so for example, I'm using the Brave browser. You can find that at Brave.com, just like it sounds, B-R-A-V-E, Brave, Brave Brave.com. So I have Brave as my browser, and my default search engine that I search for things on my computer is DuckDuckGo. So rather than using Google, I use DuckDuckGo, and rather than using Chrome or Safari or any of the other, you know, Firefox, any of the other left-wing company browsers use, um, uh, or uh, uh, search engines, rather, you use, um, I'm sorry, I'm thinking I'm getting backwards again. But anyway, don't use Google Chrome or Firefox or any of those kind of things. Use Brave as your browser and then use DuckDuckGo as your search engine. That's what I'm trying to make clear. Uh, Tom in Medina County. Hi, Tom, go ahead. Hey, hey, Bob. Um, just quickly, is there any, what about an email alternative? I need a new email. <laughs> 
You know, you, uh, I, you know, you know what I use now. Mine isn't free, but it's only like three bucks a month or something like that. I mean, it's next uh-huh. to free. I mean, you really—it's called Reagan.com. My email is Reagan.com. It, it's yes, it's named after our 40th president, Ronald Reagan, and it is a hundred percent secure. Everything is encrypted. I don't get hit with any of the attacks you see on Yahoo and G, my email information being shared shared on Gmail, Gmail or Hotmail or any of those others. I like Reagan.com. If you're looking for a free one, the one that Leo Homan mentioned before he left our, our conversation was Proton Mail, P-R-O-T-O-N, Proton Mail, a free encrypted service with servers based in Switzerland, not the United States, so they won't be shut down by leftists in the U.S. So I would try Reagan if you're willing to pay a couple of bucks. That's what I use, and use uh, Proton Mail as a free one. All right, that's all the time I've got. Thanks to everybody for being a part of the show today. We'll see you tomorrow with Kirsten now on AM 1420 The Answer. Bye-bye.